Hi guys, and welcome to the Lifestyle Design Secrets podcast, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and a whole lot more. Thank you for everyone who's listened to all our episodes so far and taken the time to leave a review. If you do enjoy this episode and want the free content to keep on coming, please do take two seconds to leave us a five-star review. Thanks again. Now let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I've got Ian with us, who founded a company called Testo. Testo make supplements that help boost a man's testosterone levels, which is a topic that I'm really, really fascinated by. So to give you a little bit of background before I ask Ian lots of questions, um, men's testosterone levels have been tanking since about the 80s. They've been on a steady decline, so not even anything to do with age, but lots of things around lifestyle um, tend to be the main causes. So today we're just going to have a chat to Ian, and he's going to give us a little bit of an insight, and so that you can potentially help any men in your life. You might notice um, the symptoms of low testosterone in some of the guys around you, and probably just open up the conversation a little bit more, because I hear a hell of a lot about women's hormones, but guys aren't as good as talking about it. So, introductory starter to Ian. Ian, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, yes, hi to everybody, and thank you, Amy, for having me on. Um, I'm 57, and I got into this business, or just, just by the way, uh, the company's name is Go Vitalize. Testo okay. is, our, is our main product, and we're in the process of formulating a prostate um, support supplement as well, uh, which is near awesome. and dear to my heart, which you'll find out probably later in the talk. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I actually got into this space. I was a business broker for 10 years prior um, to COVID, and yeah. I got involved with a company that provided um, sports nutrition supplements. Um, so I bought into that company, um, but it became evident quite quickly that the other business partners didn't, well, we didn't share the same values um, yeah. or, or vision, really. Um, so we quickly disbanded that particular company. And through that process, I was able to actually keep the, or the hero product, which was Testo. Um, yeah. Awesome. And it was at that time it was it was more geared towards probably the uh, the gym industry so over the last few years and in conjunction with um our head formulator who is uh, a natural a doctor in naturopathy and also alternative medicine so we've worked on um, creating a a natural um, alternative to support men's sexual health and well-being so it's a holistic approach, um, and it's seven consists of seven different ingredients, and they haven't just been thrown together because they sound good or they've been around for a long, long time. Um, so the the primary herbal ingredients, uh, the first one, which is Panax ginseng, um, it's yeah. been used in traditional Chinese medicine for centuries. Um, yeah. So that um, is a great sort of tonic for the body, and that supports a lot of your cardiovascular um, functions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, which is fenugreek seed, which we've had clinical studies conduct, not we personally, but there have been clinical yeah. studies conducted on that particular um, seed, uh, which promotes um, testosterone. So yeah. when you say boosting testosterone, I mean, you've, you've got a certain amount of testosterone, you can boost it up to the optimal levels rather than having too much testosterone in your body. I think there's a bit of a misconception about when people say boost, you're going to actually have more. Um, yeah. So I, I believe it's more about getting the hormonal balance, which is the real key here. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think when, when people hear testosterone, they think of, I suppose, how it, start, how it sounds like your business started in the gym industry. People think of blokes taking exogenous, like kind of testosterone supplements and getting really big and bulky and actually... Yes with some of the lifestyle issues that we've got today and men's testosterone being so low for most guys, it's probably about bringing it back up to baseline. Yes. That sound about right. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. So they are the two sort of 
primary herbal ingredients that we use. Um, they're the ones that have had the clinical studies conducted over a reasonable period of time and had great results. And they were yeah. the reasons, obviously, we chose those two. They integrate well with each other. They're very synergistic. Um, and the third herbal ingredient, which is horny goat weed, um, whilst there's not as much clinical evidence, that's, um, but it definitely helps to support and promote blood flow um, to the yeah. extremities. Yeah. Um, and that was actually sort of discovered way back when, from what I heard, not by an old goat farmer that noticed the increase in sexual activity of the goats when they started eating the leaves off the off this particular plant. <laughs> and that's where it's got a stain from, horny goat weed. Um, that was such a good story. I feel like I've heard that before, actually. This is yeah. a supplement company. And have you heard of ATP Science? No, I haven't. Oh, I will have to send you their podcast afterwards because they're a couple of yeah. cool guys, an Aussie guy and a Kiwi guy um, doing similar to what you do. Um, yeah. yeah, all very natural. Um, I've heard them talk about fenugreek before. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Horny goat um... weed. How good. <laughs> so, and, and then the herbal, we use standardized extracts and, and I'm not sure whether you're familiar with standardization, but Really, all yeah. that means is that there's just the guaranteed amount of the active ingredient within each of the constituents. Um, yeah. So it's about it's about having a consistent, um, um, providing consistent levels of nutrients into the body. Um, yeah. Each batch is the same essentially. Um, yeah. So that's really important because I've heard a lot about you know different supplement companies, and so many will use this huge big number on the front of the label. Um, not to throw anyone under the bus, but I'm sure no one too important is listening, but Go Healthy, for example, will um, throw a huge big number on the front, but actually the elemental part of the product or the, the part that's actually absorbed is not that big at all. That's right. Um, yeah, so it's that, and alongside the consistency, I suppose, like you said. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then, so that's... I think that's an important part and differentiator um, between us and a lot of other products that are on on the market in this particular space. Um, uh, we use very quality, high quality ingredients, um, and then we we combine vitamin D three um, oh, yeah. as part of that. Um, that's the only vitamin we use, and the other essential um, elements are zinc, selenium. And then this is all supported by um, black pepper, which is a pepperine extract. Yeah. And the, the main sort of function of pepperine is for absorption. So it helps with absorb, you know, the body to absorb the actual nutrients that, that it's, you know, that are going to be impactful or effective. Yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. It blows people's mind when I tell them that just adding black pepper to your food um, yeah. increases the absorption of it. Absolutely. In your so, gut. Yeah. yeah. So that's the magnificent seven of Testo, really. That's the, that's amazing. What it's made up of. It's um, yeah. And look, I mean, it, we've got thousands of guys that use it on a regular basis. It's it's not a one and done sort of solution. This is a yeah. This is a natural product. I liken it to you know if you start a veggie garden, generally yeah. speaking, you put, put nutrients into the soil, um, yeah. And then and then you you know you water it. Um, to give it the best base you can so we can, you know, optimize the growth. Yeah. So I, and just keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I use, I use Testo myself personally. Um, I was and... about to say, give us a little bit of your personal story. Let's peel it back from the science. So you use <laughs> Testo yourself and um, yeah, as much, as much as you're willing to share Ian. So what does it, what does it do for you? Like energy boost yeah. wise, medical yeah, totally. And, and I think it's more, I didn't have any specific issues per se, but I just noticed a difference. Um, it just, we talked about boost earlier, but I did feel just a little bit more invigorated. Um, yeah. And I'm not sure how, how much information you really want. We could probably edit it, but you know, it, it, it's, I did find fuller, more fuller erections as well, I have yeah. to say. So the ladies will love this about, chat. Go for the, gold. The, <laughs> it's just promoting the blood flow, as I said earlier, that, you know, it's an important yeah. part. Um, and we've had guys that have taken it and, and noticed difference within days. Typically, yeah. it can be weeks. Um, like most natural products, it just takes a while to get through the system. Um, yeah. And you do really need to keep it up. You know, you've got to keep 
because it's just adding nutrients into your diet, which you don't typically get from yeah. the food that we eat. And it's not like you're going to eat a plate full of horny goat weed or, or you know, a whole lot of fenugreek seed or, you know, that's no. just not no, um, and so it's, um, I completely agree with you. You what, sorry? Sorry, I was just saying that that's exactly what supplementation is, supplements your diet. Yeah, and um, along the same vein, like the gym doesn't go, if, like the gym doesn't work if you go for three weeks and then stop. That's it. Like doesn't work like that. You have to keep going, like good food, like nutrition doesn't work. If yeah. you're like, I'm going to go on a diet for two days. It's like those memes that you see of like Winnie the Pooh being like, I just ate a salad. Why am I not thin yet? Um, <laughs> like looking in the mirror. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think consistency is key in so much. And um, one of the key things that I get most men and women to start taking is magnesium. Um, and selenium I think, is also really good. Um, yes, absolutely. But for, for sleep and stress management, because we used to get magnesium through our soil and now our soil is so depleted. Yeah, there are so many nutrients I think we're missing these days. Um, oh, absolutely. That you, uh, your story, I really enjoy your story because it's, it's actually all really quite symbiotic, I suppose. So you've got a little bit more of a, felt a little bit more invigorated, did you say? Or just a little bit, absolutely. like a little bit of a boost. And then there's the physical side of things as well. So like better erections. And of course that all plays into like just boosting your confidence overall, I would say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, confidence is so key. And I think, yeah, that's what a lot of guys are lacking these days. So I'm going to move us on to the, the meaty main course and ask you some questions. Sure. Um, and so I did a bit of a deep dive um, earlier on um, the key symptoms of low testosterone. So what, what guys and girls should be looking out for um, and whether or not a guy would actually notice whether he's got low testosterone or not because they're quite interesting symptoms that most guys might just put down to I don't know life stress mm. being middle-aged yeah. um, there is there's a um, I was listening to a podcast about it earlier and they were talking about the dad bod and like the dad bod trend but how the dad bod so just being a little bit softer around the middle and not really holding much muscle mass and things like that and being sedentary in an office. But the dad bod that used to be assigned the things in your 40s and 50s is now shifting down the generation. So it's quite common for guys to leave uni, go and get a desk job and end up with that kind of physique um, of a bloke that may look like they're lacking testosterone already. So and there's a lot of the testosterone, estrogen balance. I've got a lot of questions, but anyway, so key symptoms of low testosterone. So lack of confidence, lack of kind of a zest for life, things like erectile dysfunction on the more physical side of things, inability to build muscle. You can tell me more probably. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good start. And I, I mean, it's such a big topic, isn't it? And, and I think modern, modern life, modern society, uh, there's a lot of stress, um, not just for men, women as well. But I think, I yeah. think men, typically, we, we don't really know how to be these days as a man, you know, that used to be the breadwinner many years ago and go out and hunter and gather, so to speak. Um, and now with our, you just mentioned sedentary jobs. Um, yeah. The, so I think the stress is probably one of the bigger parts um, and, and that men just don't know how to be. Um, mm. We don't, what, what I try to do is encourage conversation um, and even just having a chat to somebody who can have a deep conversation where they can sort of really download what's going on in their mind. Um, I think that that's, that's a huge thing and that's what I would encourage couples to do or even if you're not in a relationship, just find somebody that you can have a really good authentic download. I think it's really mm. it's very important to be able to just get it out, your voice in it, um, even even write it down. Start you know journaling is such a big part of life today. I think. Um, yeah. But yes, the low libido, lack of interest, um, wanting to just lie on the couch, eating too many carbohydrates. It's like touch. literally a lack of get up and go kind of feeling, yes, isn't it? There's, there's sort of no sense of purpose or fulfilment in life. 
and and I think there's just no direction for a lot, and just just sort of feeling like hopeless. You know, what's it all about? What's the point? Type of thing. Um, defeated mm. almost. So it's about um, yeah. for us championing masculinity, healthy masculinity, um, and just being the best version you can. Slow things down potentially and. Try not to get too distracted. There's so many distractions in life today, isn't there? You know, we're getting bombarded with oh. everything left, right. Yeah, it's crazy. And I see it. Um, my partner, Scott, is um, he's a hunter. So, like, so when right. he goes out hunting, A, you have great chats with the guys. That used to be, like, a really big thing. Yes. See blokes alone, not in the context of a pub, or a night out, um, but you know, men going out hunting yep. or even on the golf course, doing that sort of physical outdoorsy activity together. I think a lot of possibly also urban men really lose or as you start to be more restricted by things like jobs and kids. Um, yeah, that can be quite a tricky part, but I, I see how invigorated and how awesome he feels after coming back from hunting versus when our mortgage has gone up yet again and the defeat in his face yeah. <laughs> like which i'm sure a lot of people are feeling at the moment like it's just awful it's and it's yeah it's very interesting what the stresses that we have that are inflicted on us on a really really consistent basis and yes i think we we don't spend enough time away from the screens and um, that's mm. something that's become it's 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 right throughout the world. It's it's a real real problem. Yeah, we can't we can't talk about screens without talking about the next generation, possibly. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a really tricky one. So Scott has two boys, fourteen and eleven. Fourteen year old has just got into golf, which is absolutely magic because he will spend hours and hours and hours outside. And even um, pep up the little one to get outside and get some sunshine. But otherwise, yeah. they could just spend hours and hours and hours gaming on TikTok. Like, yeah, it's insane. It's a, it has such a negative impact, doesn't it, on the on the brain, the development. Um, it, yeah. You know, promotes laziness. Um, yeah. You basically check out from society. You don't know how to interact face to face. I don't. You know, we're moving more and more away from that. Um, yeah, just so critical. Have you heard about the um, trend, trend or internet oh, group of people calling themselves incels? No. Very interesting topic um, that comes up a lot on Chris Williamson's podcast, Modern Wisdom. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure it stands for unintentionally celibate right? or intentionally celibate. So they basically, I think they get a lot of criticism for being the kind of blokes who are hiding away gaming in their mother's basement, yeah. but basically that they don't want to go out and meet women because it's scary. Yeah. You know, it requires a lot of effort and why bother when you can stay indoors gaming and watching porn and get all the excitement without doing any of the physical work or any of the social interaction. It's scary, I think. So, so damaging. Yeah. That's the extreme side. So I think they're probably... Yeah, totally. Yeah, their testosterone is probably, um, probably really, really low, but it's, it's how they get to that point, mm. which I think is quite interesting and what we need to watch in um, young men these days yeah and that's um, really important you touched on it before even you know like um things you can do building muscle no matter what age you are is really essential to longevity you know yeah. that you've got to lift heavy weights um yeah. and you know do that three times a week sort of 45 to minutes to an hour um yeah it's so important for you know for bone density and and just keeping the the the, the body circulate the blood circulation and continually building that muscle tearing and yeah. repairing is, is... and like keeping your muscle mass as you age right so sarcopenic obesity is a real issue now so 
and sarcopenia in general, just people's muscle wasting away. And like you said, we've made life so comfortable. There's a really good book called The Comfort Crisis. Um, I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's like we've made life so comfortable that we actually it's tricky for us to do anything physical. Because now when there are escalators and stairs, I asked a friend this recently who I was recording the podcast with, can you, we're inherently lazy, right? And now we live in a world where we barely have to move. In, they've done a study. If you had to choose between the stairs and the escalator, what percentage of people do you reckon choose the stairs? 5%. Less than that, it's 2%. Yeah, so even though people know the health benefits of taking the stairs rather than the escalator, only 2% choose to. So we are innately lazy in the world around us as it gets more comfortable. Like you say, like to lift heavy things, we actually have to go sign up to a gym, get ourselves there every morning and through the front door, learn what to do with the heavy things, like we just don't have to do any heavy lifting these days unless we're in a physical job, which is quite yeah, crazy. You you do have to have discipline, and and, and I think the key word is consistency, um, and building up to it just a little bit each and every day, just to try and improve in each each and every day. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a really distracted world we live in. It is. It's scary, isn't it? But on the bright side, so you guys, you've kind of touched on it. Um, so naturally, what would you say are some of the key things that guys can do um, in conjunction with something like Testo to help boost their testosterone back up? Because one of the key things that I found is weightlifting, lifting weights, yeah. moving your body. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's almost worthwhile, you know, like um, depending on what your situation is. But I think if you if you're in a relationship, um, if you're struggling with it, maybe just document a, a weekly schedule that you can both, you know, get out of bed at the same time every morning, whether you need to or not. Um, yeah. Have a, you know, the first thing you do is have a drink a glass of water with some maybe some salt in it or a lemon or whatever. Yeah. So what's of, your morning routine? Tell well, us. Yeah. Look at it. Of late, it's been um, a little bit um, touch and go. We just came back from South Africa and um, I had my prostate biopsy. And and so I've been a little bit less active because of those sorts of things. But a jet lag and then a prostate biopsy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, generally it's it's, it's getting out of bed at at the same time every morning, having that glass of water. We walk the dog uh, as as a precursor to then we either go up the mount here, which is in Mount Monganui, go to the gym. Um, so we get our exercise out of the way pretty much early in the morning. So it sets us up that you've got the rest of the day for work or, or socialising or family, whatever that might might look like. Um, yeah. Reduce the amount of carbohydrates that you're consuming, which is a real real killer um, because of the sugar. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I think, but it's 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 just that consistency. It doesn't have to be an elaborate plan. No. And I think you just need to be really intentional. Yeah. That's really interesting, Ian, because you've you've never ever seen the program that I do with people, but one of the key things is morning exercise. (laughs) So I'm the same as you. So um, we get out, walk the dog together. Um, You should get up far earlier than we, like you say, earlier than you need to when you like technically both work from home. But it's that time outdoors, moving your body before you then sit at a desk all day. That I don't think people really understand how crucial it can be. Um, yeah, and I'm not, I'll be honest. I mean, I struggle at times because I don't have set hours. I don't. I don't work in an office. Um, fortunate mm-hmm. enough to be, you know, create an entrepreneur type of um, um, lifestyle. Although that can be that has its own sets of challenges, and that's why I say you know just having a schedule is really important when you're not yeah. sort of bound bound by a a company that you're working for having to sort of do the nine to fives, so to speak. Um, so touching a bit more on that, because a lot of, I think a lot of people struggle when they no longer had a commute. There was, I was listening to, there's like a testosterone expert from the US who she was like, for a while with COVID, my, my key was just getting 
blokes out of the house in the morning to get some sunlight and vitamin D in their eyes because they didn't have a commute. They didn't go outside. They didn't yeah. move because they didn't have a reason to. And like you said, purpose is probably yes. so much more important to blokes, maybe, because that's the way you guys are wired. Like, yeah. if you have a purpose, you'll get out and do something. But it's, yeah, otherwise it can be a bit dangerous and you sound very similar to me. Like if, if we didn't create our own routines, I would be the same. If I wanted, yeah. I could lie in bed till 9.30. <laughs> no <laughs> one would know. Yeah, the same, exactly. And you, you feel bad <laughs> when, you, when you do that at times, it, you don't actually feel good for the rest of the day. Oh, you feel awful. Yeah. 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 So, so that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. So walking yeah. the dog and then I go up the local mountain as well. So going up the local mountain, some kind of resistance training, whether yeah. it's for your legs up a mountain outdoors and getting some sunlight at the same time or the gym. Yeah. And then not overeating carbohydrates. So can you guess, this is one of the key pages of my program. Can you guess how many like equivalent teaspoons of sugar people are eating in terms of carbohydrates in a day? In terms of teaspoons of sugar? Oh, um, I would suspect it'd be quite a high number, maybe 12. Nah, like 30 to 45 teaspoons. No way. Yeah, it's mental. So it's um, about four grams of carbs is equivalent to a teaspoon of sugar teaspoon. in terms of the glucose hitting your bloodstream. So it doesn't have to be a lot, right? So it sounds bad, but like a banana has four, five teaspoons of sugar in it. But it's what it's when people have a banana in their smoothie or on top of a bowl of oats, which is about 12 teaspoons, then a couple of pieces of bread for lunch, then some sushi, then some crackers, and then some pasta for dinner. And how it all adds up is quite astonishing. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. And then you on top of that, a couple of beers or a couple of wines. And... Absolutely. Or a tub of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... It's most people, most people, it's beers and wines, but then it's the food that comes after that as well. That's always the fun part. Um, but yeah, like you said, so overeating carbohydrates causes you to store body fat, mm. right? And body fat is not only inflammatory, but I think I mentioned to you on the phone the other day, they're doing a lot more research now about how body fat, once it gets to a certain mass, begins to act as its own organ mm. and actually gives off estrogen. Right. Which I think is quite telling and terrifying, but obesity is one of the biggest precursors to low testosterone. Yes. And I, th I think you might know better than me, but I believe testosterone and estrogen kind of have a bit of a fight on their hands in a guy's body. So if you've got too much of one. Yeah. And you'll see a lot of guys, probably physiques that have obviously too much, too many carbs. They that moob syndrome, um, which is typically uh, around yeah. the breasts and, and obviously down the flanks, and um, which is which is not ideal, obviously. Um, not only yeah. just from, I'm not sort of talking just necessarily visual impact, but from a health, obviously, perspective. Um, mm. And that also that just causes all the lethargy, um, and, and it just promotes more lethargy. Um, so you know i think the exercise is the key thing and then i think the more you exercise i think the more interestingly enough it seems like the more you consider what you put in your mouth because when you're exercising you do a really hard workout you think okay that was really good now i actually okay so how do i fuel my body you don't you're want to undo all the good work no. do you you can have a nice steak and some natural yogurt, um, all sort of protein-based um, fuel, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, you, don't go, you don't go and have a big pasta or bowl of So this is interesting, Ian. I don't know what the answer is going to be, but I'm curious. What do you eat in a day as a guy con very conscious of this sort of stuff and trying to do the best? Generally, I don't eat till um, probably after about 11. I, I, I don't, oh, yeah. Often I don't feel a need to eat. Um, yeah. When I first eat it, it would typically we have um, gluten-free bread, just one slice, a very small slice of. Can't remember what's yeah. called. Um, can't remember the, the brand actually, but um, yeah. a couple of eggs. Yeah. And um, a little bit of cheese. I eat a lot of meat. 
um, typically red yeah. meat. Um, sometimes too much, probably. I, no, there's um, I I'm on a big big quest to get people to eat more meat and more yeah. red meat. So lo- lots of women go, I don't eat red meat, or I we limit red meat to twice a week in our house, like yeah. it makes them a saint. And I'm like, please stop. <laughs> You probably need more. <laughs> yeah, because it's been so demonized, I think. You know, I think with, um, it's interesting, you know, food's become so complex and it, it, it's all about flavor more than the nutritional value, typically. You know, there's, there's mm. with all the, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of too many probably platters, you know, you have people oh, yeah. around and socialize and you've got crackers and teas and, yeah. um, Although lately, you know, we've been a, a little, way more disciplined in, in having sort of cucumber and, and peppers and more natural yeah. alternatives with hummus, etc. Um, but yeah, generally, just try to stay away from the pasta. If you're going to have pasta, you're better off having it earlier in the day and then and then try and burn it off. Do some exercise. Go for a bike yeah. ride. Um, go for a surf. Play golf. Whatever. But um, I, I, yeah, we're pretty. I think we're pretty good with what we consume, and and then. Then there's also the volume of food as well, which is quite key. You, you tend to, with carbohydrates, overeat. Yeah. So Have you heard about the protein leverage hypothesis? No. Please enlighten me. <laughs> it's a good one. So basically, yeah, carbs are very, very easy to overeat, like you say, because they're not very filling. So they basically make your blood sugar go like this. Mm. Um, the protein leverage hypothesis um, says that your body will overeat every other type of food. So like carbohydrates in particular or fat until your protein needs are met. So that's why if someone does start the day with a sugary cereal and then a sandwich with very little protein and then some crackers and then a piece of fruit Mm. and they're like, I'm just starving, but I'm eating all the healthy things, but I'm still starving. And then they feel like, their willpower is failing and they dig into whatever chips, dip, chocolate that they want and they feel like they've failed. They've actually just gone for three quarters of the day without eating a shred of protein and their body's just absolutely gagging for it. Yeah. It's quite interesting. That was a very unscientific explanation, but I feel like it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Um, and then it, you, you get on that slippery slope. And I think that's true with kids' lunches as well. You find that, you know, they promote all, all, the, all the marketings around, you know, you've got to eat the cereal, wheat picks and cornflakes. It's horrible. I, I, I never eat cereal. It's horrible stuff. I mean, if I have something, I'll have a banana. Just if I go to the gym, I'll have a banana. That'll be it. Lots of water. Hydration is so important. And, and, and yes. um, I think people just, because it's quite tasteless water, right? But um Water is so important. I mean, you need, I drink probably at least two and a half liters a day. I'm, yeah. I'm what, 90 kilos. Um, probably could do a little bit more, but it's so important, particularly when you're exercising, you've just got to continually hydrate. Yeah, I'm with you there. I probably drink about three liters a day, and it's, it's quite interesting. A lot of the men and women who come to me and you ask them how much water they drink, they might have three or four coffees but not actually drink any water until they're gaggingly thirsty until yeah. like in the middle of the afternoon, but they've been starving yeah. and overeating all day, probably because mm. they're thirsty, yep. but just overeating instead. And I think yep. that gets so many people. So let's give some pe- people a good real story or two. So when, what do you see with most guys who guys or girls who come to you? So you've actually got quite a, strong female following as well you mentioned so i think quite a lot of people who are maybe looking into something like testo recognize sort of symptoms of low testosterone in their blokes and you were telling me a good story about that your latest ad campaign you were testing whether or not like what worked and what people were actually interested in and erectile dysfunction came up as far more popular than kind of holistic health as a topic yeah, that seems to be the case. We're just um, A-B testing a couple of home, different home pages with different messaging. Um, yeah. It, it's seemingly um, evening up, though, actually, over the last four days. Uh-huh. So it's interesting. We'll continue to run the A-B testing just to see what the 
what the final you need, probably need about a, a month's worth of data really um, to sort of draw yeah. a conclusion, but it's it's evened up, which is interesting. Um, yeah, I'd love to know how that comes out in the end because yeah, sure. My suspicion would be that people think ah, oh, testosterone, like you say, you know, possibly something about gym or muscle building or erectile dysfunction. They probably don't think about the holistic process of it's going to give me more energy more vitality for life more confidence in business yeah. things like that yeah and we're very much about the holistic approach um you know in the, obviously in the natural space there's a lot of yeah. other interventions that you know um i don't sort of dive too deeply into the other interventions from a medical perspective um, mm -hmm. whilst i'm sure there's there's um a need for that um, I haven't spoken to anybody that's gone through any sort of other treatments. This is more about health and vitality um, in a natural sense. Yeah. We're sort of the ambulance at the top of the hill, not at the bottom of the cliff. You know, we're preventative. It's not yeah. about sort of just dealing with the symptoms necessarily. It's about sort of building resilience in the body. Absolutely. Like, yeah, kind of throughout the body. And um, so what do you sort of... What do guys comment on when they started taking testo? Is it mainly better erections, more energy? What are the key things that tend to come out of, you know, when guys start to take notice of this sort of stuff? They are the two main um, benefits that I speak to guys about. And interestingly enough, we have a lot of rural um, customers. Um, not really sure why that is, but uh, one of them rang me up and said, oh, it's great. He said, I'm back in the saddle, he says, you know. <laughs> use that sort of analogy but i have some yeah. interesting conversations with guys you know from 60 up to 80 odd you know like i've got one customer who's 92 and um, amazing he just loves it like he's been a customer for probably about six years um, yeah and so we've got a lot of customers that just continue to purchase and and we just recently added a subscription option onto the website Oh, nice. Um, so people can just get that reoccurring three-month supply. Um, yeah. And the reason we did the three-month supply was that the clinical studies were conducted over a 12-week period. Um, oh, yeah. On the two um, primary ingredients that I mentioned earlier. So we thought we'd just align the, um, I guess, the, the bulk purchase offer with yeah. the clinical trials. Um, and yeah. that seems to work really well. And that's also... And that's, I suppose we give people the best experience as well because... You know, for the guys who might, like you say, some people see a change within a couple of days, um, but some, yeah, it might take a little bit longer. And it's it's what comes with it as well. So I imagine once you start taking something like testo or taking paying attention to that sort of area of your life and trying to look after yourself a little bit better, it's then what comes if their energy levels do start to increase. They might have more feel like they've got more confidence or ability to exercise. Um, or more confidence with women or whatever, and it all just perpetuates, right? 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll get, it'll get them out of bed earlier in the morning and make them more active during the day. And yeah, there's just so many, there's so many sort of um, facets to it, isn't there? It's, it's a, it's a mm. complex thing, but um, we know we've got a good quality product and, and it works. Yeah. So, um, We've talked quite a lot about the testosterone element. Tell us a little bit about prostate, which is also a huge area for men and one that you're looking into more now. Yeah, sure. I, um, I was diagnosed with a, um, a tumour in my prostate two years ago now, actually two years this month. Oh, yeah. um, so fortunately enough, um, I'm on the lower end. It's called a, of a Gleason score. It's minus three plus three, which is just a, a, a level of... Um, of severity, so it's, it's, yeah. it's low low level, which is good. So I'm on what they call a surveillance protocol. So I have to have um, one MRI and a prostate biopsy once a year. So yeah. this is my second year. I've been I've been through that twice now. Not pleasant, but I'm sure it's, it's all part of the process. So yeah. um, whilst Testo is not specifically um, formulated to support prostate health. Uh, vitamin D3, zinc, and selenium are very good for the prostate. So yeah. we are in the process of developing a prostate, a natural prostate support supplement. Um, 
and we're just going through looking at identifying what we believe are the best um, ingredients that are going to support and provide the best benefits. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. It's it's probably going to take, in all honesty, before it gets to market, maybe four to six months. Yeah. Um, we want to do the. What are the ingredients you're looking at? Um, there's a selection of mushrooms. Um, oh, yeah. so I, I take a, a mushroom matrix personally. I take extra vitamin D3 and I take extra zinc, um, just which are, I take those individually in pretty high doses just to help yeah. with my situation. As I said earlier, not that I'm symptomatic, but it's just something that I choose to do. Um, yeah. Once again, it's just that natural support um, for, the, for the body cells. Um, pomegranate uh, was another one which has been some interesting studies on pomegranate. Um, yeah. Saw palmetto, which is a typical type of natural uh, ingredient. We're, I don't know. We're, we're, the rest, jury's out on that one. We're not sure yet. Um, I've yeah. heard a bit about that, mm. to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, um, <clears throat> yeah, the, I'll, I'll leave that up to the, to Jenny, which is our formulation specialist and also a manufacturer. So um, he's a... See what um, they come up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting, but yeah. And so things like testosterone levels, erectile dysfunction, prostate, I just shared with you before we started recording, Ian, that my dad only realised he had an issue with the prostate because he'd just been over here for my wedding. He'd been chatting to all his Kiwi bloke mates, and I think about five of them had all had prostate issues. Yeah. So when his started to flare up, he was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is what's happening. But um, blokes probably aren't talking enough. What do you reckon? 100%. And, uh, and that's what we try to encourage is just encourage the conversation with blokes. Um, you, you'd be, or they'd be surprised how many people are going through it and kind of not necessarily suffering in silence, but probably just not feeling comfortable or don't feel like they've got a safe space to, to have the conversation or have yeah. a start even. Um, but that's something we, we definitely encourage the conversation. It's just, just so important. And then you start opening up the conversation. You realize that, oh, shit, yeah, just like you. Um, yeah, you know, and other people are feeling very similar things. Yeah. yeah. That's probably one yeah. of the biggest keys is just to, to, like I said earlier, is just to get it out, talk about it. And like you said, that also, like stress, alongside, so Dr. Google and all the studies say that obesity is one of the biggest killers of testosterone, like we sort of touched on, and yes. nearly, well, 60% of New Zealand are overweight or obese nowadays. Um, but the second one is stress. Mm. So, and I think talking about it, problem shared is problem halved, right? Yes. Yeah, so just talking about anything that's going on, whether it is a lack of energy, stress at work, like lack of confidence, lack of sex drive, lack of energy. Blokes just rubbish at talking about that sort of thing. Yeah, because it's I think it's just a stereotypical sort of macho, I've got it covered, um, I don't need any support, I can handle it. Um, what was it, John Cohen's Mentor uh, Mia, I think he's got something about you know, uh, there's some app that he created called mentor Mia, and it's about men's depression and helping men. Ah. yeah so he's a big advocate for men's health obviously um, yeah and it was just typical of that sort of being brought up in the rugby environment where it's just uh, just toughen up you know harden up get on with it you know stop take a man up pill yeah. So, yeah I think you know those days are gone I think people are realizing that um, it's not just about that at all yeah. There's, more to, there's more to it. There's a hell of a lot more to it. Like, I feel like mm. we could talk about this for hours. Um, but so, Ian, uh, like last but not least, because we are 47 minutes now. Yeah. Um, I know. <laughs> um, time flies. The, um, what I usually give people is a takeaway dessert on this podcast. So if you could give um, some advice to any women out there who feel like, their man might be struggling with some of the symptoms that we've mentioned. So like low libido, any erectile dysfunction, just a lack of zest for life, would you say? Kind of just, if you feel like he's just a bit of, he, you might think he's a complete slob. 
yeah. but try and dial down deeper like is that normal for him because there might be some underlying issues um or any blokes listening to this or if any women send it to their blokes what would your key takeaways be around naturally boosting testosterone um any life or any life advice yeah yeah when you're i think when you're in a, a relationship i think just open you know open honest communication create that safe space where you can support um, if it's the female supporting the male, trying to encourage them to to download what it is they're feeling. Um, yeah. And a plan, like a really logical, um, simple daily plan to help with sort of like we touched on earlier, you know, getting out of bed early, drinking your water and getting out and yeah. doing some exercise, um, uh, implement some heavyweight sessions throughout the week. Um, it's, it's everything's it's about i know it's a cliche but it's all moderation but it's very difficult to moderate a lot of things in this in this modern lifestyle that we live um but you have to be disciplined and committed you have to have something to sort of strive towards you've got to have yeah. find your find your purpose um and, and and just stay active and 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 talk i just can't yeah. stress enough yeah it's it's not always about taking the easy route is it in our in our like this day and age where the world is very very comfortable in a lot of the like in a lot of ways but stressful in others um putting yourself through a little bit of what might feel like physical discomfort i think could actually be very helpful with helping you deal with more of the mental stuff well, yeah, it, it challenges the body, and, and that's a good thing because that'll help the mind. Because generally, if you exhaust yourself physically, you you probably end up having a better sleep. Um, providing yeah. you you hydrate yourself and you you know you're getting the right nutrients, um, and those things are the key to sort of starting this journey, so to speak. And just have small steps. It doesn't have to be everything all at once. Um, and stop trying to be like somebody else. Um, all the, a lot of influences on YouTube, etc. You know, with the massive six packs and you know whilst that might be true for maybe i don't know one percent of the population it's not it's not sustainable i don't think for the majority i'll probably get yeah. shot for saying that but you know it is what it is and, and just i think it's around self-acceptance yeah definitely and i think that's a really good point because i think so many especially um younger kids these days but even um even guys in their 40s like i watch um scott scrolling instagram reels and it is amazing what you can be exposed to you can be exposed to you know 20 40 50 people from that one percent who spend three hours in the gym every day yeah. and look at yourself and go holy shit i don't look like that mm. um and actually that's that's not good for itself no. what do they say comparisons is thief of joy that's but that's not going to make your testosterone levels um feel good if you're comparing yourself to these absolute adonises who probably their hormones are often not that great <laughs> they've been dieting down to stand on the stage for a bodybuilding competition um yeah. but it's that perception i suppose isn't it it is yeah oh, don't get me wrong i'm not getting at those types of guys i mean that's their journey that's what they've got to do that's absolutely fine but i, I think yeah sort of making yourself you know comparing yourself to that and as you say if you've got three or four or five hours a day to work out at the gym well go for it but it's you know it's not the norm that's for sure i mean it's just about trying to get that balance in life yeah absolutely to achieve <laughs> um so just finally ian where can people find out more about um testo what you guys are doing Sure. Yeah, we're just um, purely online. We don't. Um, we haven't got any of our stock on store on any stores. It's just a choice that we do online. We get it out more cost effectively. So purely direct simply, from you guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So go to testo t e s t o dot co dot nz, and um, we've got all our contact details on there. If anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out, um, and we can hopefully assist in some way or another. <laughs> Cool. And I will, um, I'll share this on 
uh, Instagram and Facebook so that people can find you as well. So you're relatively new to social media, aren't you? But we're... Yes, we are. It's something that we've not done in the past. We've only recently embarked on that. So, um, yeah, I'd appreciate some some sort of engagement on there. A bit of a shout out. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of women who might be quite interested. Um, yeah, you, put, you you just started your Instagram account. God knows how I found you, whether you were running any ads or anything. I was like, oh, five minutes into Instagram, do you fancy coming on a podcast? <laughs> All right, that's, that was great. It just happened so quickly. I went, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, cool. Um, Ian, thank you. Oh, yeah, sorry, what were you going to say? You did touch on it, and I forgot to answer it, you, about the females um, coming to our um, website. So there is 40% yeah. of our website traffic is female. So I don't know whether that's females just actually, I would suspect just looking on behalf of their partners, whether the partners have asked them to do that. Because um, we do have purchases by females, but I suspect it's it's not for the females I wouldn't suspect to take. Yeah. But for their partners, which is kind of interesting step. I um, saw a couple of your, I read a couple cheeky reviews on your website and a couple of them were for women. <laughs> That were like my husband started taking testo, so yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And women talk more, so women could actually be a key market for you guys because women will probably tell as many, about ten times as many people as the men do. Yeah, well, as I said, I'm trying to encourage conversation with men, so hopefully, we can turn that. There's on. a marketing strategy for you: target the women yeah. who talk. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, Ian, thank you for your time this morning. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I will put a link to Ian's website in the show notes. Thank you, Amy. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lifestyle Design Secrets podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please do stop and take two seconds to subscribe and leave us a review. It means the world to us. If you are curious about working with us or checking out our new bite-sized guides or our full body reset transformation programs, please do head on over to our website, which is www.amysfitnessandnutrition.co.nz. Have a great day.